May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. When growing up at the Church of All Saints, Reading, after the clergy and altar servants had processed in at the beginning of Mass, as the altar was being sensed, the choir would sing the introit. Though when I come to think of it, we sung the entrance hymn first, so maybe we'd finished sensing the altar by the time the introit was sung at times, but either way. The introits were in the back of the English hymnal, that little green hymn book from 1906 that many of us will be familiar with. The introit for the dedication of a church was this. Oh, how dreadful is this place. This is the house of God and gate of heaven, and men shall call it the palace of God. The Lord is king and hath put on glorious apparel. The Lord hath put on his apparel and girded himself with strength. You can almost imagine arriving at a mass where the bishop would be consecrating a new church and hearing that sung at the start of mass. How dreadful is this place? What? What's going on? What happened with the designs? Why is it dreadful? How words change their meaning over time. A friend and former colleague of mine from when I ministered in Dorking, Father Peter, is American and will often declare something is awesome. <coughs> to be fair, God is awesome, and God is doing so many awesome things in our lives. Awesome. Is it just a word or a phrase almost used as, the, as a throwaway comment, though? Or what about the word awful? What did you think of that meal? Awful. What about the football match? Awful if you lost. Awesome if we won. Are they the opposite of each other? Looking up the history of the word, in Old English the word awe meant terror, fear, great reverence. So awe, fear, terror, reverence. Words which maybe could be appropriate for God. Having some at the end of a word means it had some of the characteristics or quality of the root word. Describing something as awesome speaks of the thing having fear, terror and or reverence. Something ending in full does pretty much the same thing. Awesome, awful, and even dreadful. Words speaking of fear, terror, and great reverence. Or even words speaking of God. I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll walk into a church or a cathedral as I did at Salisbury a couple of weeks ago, and just go, wow, when you walk in and look around. There's just something about the place. 
It's beauty, maybe, but it's deeper than that. You just know somehow that God is there. People regularly tell me the same about the Vale Church. There is something that just stops visitors in their tracks when they walk in. Because here is God. Awesome. Our first reading, you may have noticed, is very similar to last week's when we celebrated St. Michael and all angels. Just starting and finishing a verse or so later. Could I have changed it to a different reading this week? Yes, of course. But it didn't seem right to. Because Jacob, when he wakes up, is filled with awe, fear, dread, terror, reverence. And then he goes, awesome, God is really here in this place. How awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And as we celebrate this dedication festival, a week after our patronal festival, it is good to hear these words pointed into this church. How awesome is this place? How awesome is the Vale Church. Even if you use the popular understanding of the word, think about it for a moment. Because it is quite incredible, quite amazing, quite awesome even, that people have been coming to this place, this church, on this hill, in this island, for so many hundreds of years to worship Almighty God. How awesome is it that someone whose name we don't know, quite when they lived even we don't know, but they decided to build a church here. And then people started worshipping here, taking boats I guess, or using stepping stones, or maybe a bridge sometimes, to get from the mainland of Guernsey over to Mass. And we think it's bad enough walking up that hill. We gather as descendants of those who first built this church building, as descendants of those who adapted it generation by generation, as descendants of those who have continued to make it such a beautiful place for worship. We are the most recent in a long line of Christians, of followers of Jesus, who have gathered here to celebrate the sacraments, to receive the Holy Communion, coming here for baptism, for weddings, for funerals, for fellowship, and so much more. People who have had their lives transformed through coming to know Jesus Christ. People who have been transformed 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. People who have been sent out in mission to proclaim the gospel afresh in every generation, in other places. We play our part in a long line of Christians, but we are not the end of the line. There are more to come after us, more who will stand in the pulpit, more who will read from this lectern, more who will stand at the altar, more who will sit in the pews. We receive what we have been entrusted with and pass it on to those coming after us. So today we give thanks for the Christian witness of this wonderful building and all those who have worshipped here for hundreds of years. This awe-inspiring building over so many generations where people can and do encounter Jesus Christ himself. And may we play our part in passing the faith on to those who don't yet know it. How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>